Gmail podcast. No longer beta. This show is a proud member of Friends in Tech at friendsintech.com. Welcome to the Gmail podcast, a collection of short hints, tips, and tricks to help you get more from your Gmail account. I'm your host, Chuck Tomasi. In my day job, I'm a help desk manager for a global company, and few things are more challenging to my team than trying to understand what the problem is on the other end of a call. If you need to provide support for friends, family, or coworkers, I have a solution for you without all the technical setup required for a large corporation. It's called gotoassist.com. It offers secure two-way screen sharing, file transfer, remote diagnostics, live chat, and more. It's so simple to set up and use. All you need is a web browser. You can try GoToAssist free for 30 days by going to gotoassist.com forward slash podcast. That's gotoassist.com forward slash podcast for your free 30-day trial. Thanks. As of July 7, 2009, Gmail is no longer a beta product. After five years many jokes, and even questions regarding the nature of beta software, Google has dropped the beta tag, not only from Gmail, but from the other Google apps as well, including Calendar, Docs, and Talk. I'm not sure what the trigger was, or what, if anything, has changed in the beta to non-beta release. Traditionally, in a beta release of software, the publisher releases to a small community of people to test the application and provide feedback on bugs or enhancements. If you've been using Gmail before February 7, 2007, you'll remember that the limited audience part was dealt with by invitations. You could only start using Gmail if an existing user invited you. However, this was somewhat of a gray area because nobody ever seemed to run out of invitations. Therefore, you could invite people as much as you like. So what was the point? Once the invitations were dropped and the product was open to the public, many thought the beta moniker would also be dropped. Not so. After the development of many other features and tweaks, including labs, offline capabilities, mobile apps, and dozens of others, many thought the beta tag would be wiped away. But it persisted. Even the support channels seemed to be the same as they were in the beta world. So we're left to wonder, what caused Google to finally dump the beta tag? Was it constant harassment and joking from the public? I doubt it. Some say it was the reluctance from the corporate world to move their enterprise to products that would still carry a beta label. I'm not convinced of that argument either. According to the official Gmail blog, there's no real reason, only allowed to speak about what they have done, not why they did it. And now that they've left the beta world, what benefit is it to us, the Gmail users? What's more interesting is they created a labs feature called Back to Beta. If you go to Settings, then Labs, and enable this, you'll get a beta tag back on your Gmail graphic. The IT voice inside my head tells me to be cautious of turning this on. I suspect it will preclude you from recognizing new features that come out in the future because you chose to stay on the beta world with the Back to Beta plugin. We were all scratching our heads wondering why the product remained in beta for so long, and without decent feedback from Google, We are confused even further on what the difference is. 
Had this been Microsoft, Apple, or some other major software company, an announcement and perhaps ceremony would have been made as their beta product makes it to the public release date. What happened, Google? As a footnote, I use one of the themes found in Gmail. I noticed that it still had the beta tag some 24 hours later. I discovered that I needed to change my theme back to the default and then back to my normal theme, and the beta tag was gone. Here's today's quick tip. Actually, it's more of an FYI. As of late June 2009, Gmail upgraded the maximum size of an attachment from 20 megabytes to 25 megabytes. Be aware that you may not be able to send email attachments that large if the recipient's on another mail system. If your message bounces, you might want to ask them to start using Gmail. That's all for this time. Comments, suggestions, or questions can be sent to gpodcast at gmail.com or check out the website for full information and archives of previous Gmail tips at chuckchat.com. I have no affiliation with Google other than as a satisfied Gmail user. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to write. Gmail.